Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. Today's special emergency episode is about the new Secure Act 2.0, the new retirement legislation and what it means for your retirement accounts. So October 27, 2020, the Ways and Means Committee, Chairman Richard Neal, Democrat from Massachusetts and Rep. Kevin Brady, Republican from Texas, the ranking Republican on the committee introduced the Securing a Strong Retirement Act of 2020, dubbed Secure Act 2.0. And this is another great example of bipartisan legislation. And that's why I love the retirement account industry so well. And that's how you know it really works well. Why? Because there's bipartisan support for making it easier for all of us to save for retirement. So if you remember, December 2019, the Setting Up Every Community for Retirement Enhancement Act, known as SECURE, was enacted. And the SECURE Act was a very, very important piece of legislation. You can check out some of the podcasts and videos I did last year on it. But just as a quick recap, the main points of the SECURE Act 2019 was it took away the age limitations for IRA contributions um, pre-tax. It also um, added key provisions on the definition of compensation. It changed the required minimum distribution age from 70 and a half to 72, um, which was very interesting and a very big part of the SECURE Act. It ended the stretch IRA. I mean, it required anyone that received an IRA, inherited IRA from a non-spouse to be required to take that out within 10 years. So that was changed from the prior rules, which allowed you to stretch it over the life expectancy of the beneficiary. So that ended the stretch IRA. There were also some tax credits. Uh, Plan adoption periods for solo 401k were changed. So they equaled or uh, mirrored what SEP IRAs were. Basically, you can set up a solo K for 2020 in 2021, so long as it's prior to filing your tax return, where the old rules suggested or stated that it had to be set up in the year um, for the deduction. So if you wanted to set up a plan in 19 to get deductions for 19, you had to set up your solo 401k in 2019. There was also multiple employer plans or MEPs was a big part of the SECURE Act. Uh, A MEP is basically a uh, type of plan document that allows multiple employers from different industries to use the one document for their plan uh, with the hopes of uh, reducing costs of setup for 401ks. Um, So that was the big part of the SECURE Act. Now, SECURE Act 2.0 was just released today, October 27th. Um, So there are some interesting provisions in it. Just to say from the outset, no idea if this will become law in 2020. No clue. Uh, For example, RISA, which was passed uh, three years ago in 2017, that took um, several years, close to three years 
uh, to become law. So who, who knows when this will become law? We saw what happened with the CARES Act and COVID. Um, it's, it's not clear. It definitely depends on who is going to win the election. That um, obviously could uh, uh, be an issue. Uh, sorry, RISA was 2018, but uh, it took several years to come up uh, and become a law. So let's talk about some of the key features. And again, I was lucky enough to be on a conference today, October 27th, with uh, as part of the Retirement Industry Trust Association, RITA, where we had several um, members uh, or staff members from the Waynes and Means Committee. So we got kind of the the inside scoop, so to speak, on this Cure 2.0. So I got, I think, some interesting tidbits of info to share. But number one, it was very, it's very big in auto enrollment. Um, the Ways and Means Committee is a strong believer in auto enrollment. Basically, when you get hired, you are automatically enrolled in a 401k. Why? Study shows when you're auto enrolled, you're going to save more, which is beneficial to all of us. So that's a big part of Secure 2.0. There is a small exemption for new businesses and old companies are grandfathered in, so you don't have to be part of the auto enrollment. The new credit is, is I think, easier to understand. It's, it's 50%. Uh, it's $1,500 per uh, person. The big one here is they want to increase the RMD age even further. Instead of 72, they want it to get pushed to 75. Why? People are living longer. You have more time to save in an IRA or 401k, more time for deferral. Uh, that's a, a very good um, attribute of, of this plan and a very good proposal. So that's a biggie. Um, also, this is a huge one. The next one, they want to index IRA catch-ups and they want to create a new catch-up for people over the age of 60. So right now, if you're under 50 in an IRA, it's 6,000. If you're over 50, it's 7,000. They want to create another bucket. And if you're over 60, you can put $10,000. So up to 10,000, um, which, which is awesome, right? Um, you would be able to go, um, all the way up to $10,000. This would be for 401ks, IRAs, uh, it seems at least, uh, SEPs, simples would be go from three to 5,000. So they're really trying to help people that are over 60, uh, maximize their ability to save kind of boost their retirement savings. Maybe they had some misgivings when they're earlier. They didn't fully take advantage of the power of the retirement system, but now they're over 60 and have some ability to do so, more net worth. Uh, they can do so under uh, this proposal in Secure 2.0, which is you know really cool. Another cool provision is they allow individuals to receive an employer match in the retirement plan for paying down a student loan. So you would get a match into your 401k, not just for contributions to the plan, for also paying down student loans, which as of now you need a um, basically a uh, private letter ruling to get that into your plan. Those, those types of um, options aren't available to all plans. Uh, they wanna offer some safe harbor corrections for employee deferral failures. They wanna reduce excise tax on certain accumulations and qualified retirement plans. Um, they also want to, um, change the definition of long-term employees part-time to gain eligibility. Um, and they also want to require paper statements for 401ks once a year. Um, another thing is they want to make it easier for people to track down their lost retirement accounts. So they want to create a national online database, you know, maybe blockchain would be a good idea that would be managed by the pension benefit guarantee corp or PBGC, uh, another way to help people track down 
their uh, lost accounts from former employers, which is a major, major, major problem. Um, there is probably um, several billion, um, I'd say maybe even a, a trillion dollars of uh, 401k money out there that is lost, that no one's picking up, that custodians are just peeling fees off. And, you know, someone worked at company XYZ for six months, eight months, they have 400 bucks in there, they leave, they lose track of the money, they don't even know they had uh, contributions because the employer was making safe harbor contributions. Even though they weren't, they had no idea they even had a retirement plan. That money's growing after eight, 10 years, it's now three, 4,000 bucks and it's lost. The, the employee, the participant never even knew they had it. <clears throat> so that money just kind of gets sits around and the custodians that, that administer it just basically deplete it by fees. So uh, it, it's a situation that needs uh, rectifying and I'm, I'm happy that uh, Secure 2.0 is going to look at that. Um, so again, this, the, the big stuff here, I would say just to look is RMDs from 72 to 75. After age 60, they want to increase the catch up up to 10,000 potentially. Um, so clear in a, in a 401k, it's now 6,500. They want to push it to 10,000. Uh, maybe even an IRA, it's unclear. Uh, but if you're over 60 in an IRA, instead of 7,000, it can go up to 10,000. So there's some really good stuff. The savers credit, uh, the bill would create a single credit rate of 50%. And increase the maximum credit amount from a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a person. Um, so overall, again, uh, these bills are great, good stuff. Other than the stretch IRA elimination and secure Act 1.0, which I didn't like very much and um, I disagreed with, I think they did a great job in 2.0. Uh, both uh, Congressman Neal and Brady, again, bipartisan support. Uh, I'm not sure when this will become law. Uh, who who the heck knows? Um, auto IRAs, auto 401k enrollment. I think if President Biden wins and the Democrats take the Senate, uh, that could be a big policy initiative for them. Uh, again, this this will depend on the election. Uh, this will depend who wins. Also, who takes this, the the Senate. The House will probably stay Democrat. Um, so with the Secure Act last December, we know it was folded into an end of year spending bill. I'm not sure a similar scenario will happen this year. You know, we're dealing with COVID. <clears throat> the, the, there, there's costs to these bills, right? Um, they're, they're definitely not neutral in terms of the tax raise versus uh, the cost, right? RMDs at a later age is going to cost, increased tax credit costs, um, increased deductions, over 60 cost money. Um, so I'm not sure it's going to happen end of year. And, and then who knows how much bipartisan support Secure 2.0 is going to have. Obviously, COVID is going to take precedence. Uh, we couldn't even get uh, consensus on the relief bill after care. So I'm not optimistic it will happen in 2020, although I do think there's a good chance it will happen in 2021, to be honest, because there is some, I think, um, initiative from both sides to help people save for retirement, especially push the auto enrollment, uh, additional uh, thresholds for income for catch-up contributions, and then the RMD 75. Everyone loves that. Um, taxpayers like it. So um, I think that's a strong potential for 2021. So anyways, I wanted to do this kind of quick podcast to give everyone a heads up on some new retirement legislation. This doesn't happen often. I get super excited when it does. Um, it can go, you can have years when there's literally no retirement legislation. The last one was less than, less than a year ago, right? Secure Act, December, 2019. Um, here you have a situation uh, where uh, you have bipartisan support under the Ways and Means 
uh, committee chaired by Richard Neal, Democrat from Mass. So I applaud the Congress. I applaud, I applaud the Ways and Means Committee for working together. It's the way Washington should be. There should be uh, negotiation. There should be uh, diplomacy. And we should work together to find solutions. And the retirement system is a perfect example of when both sides of the aisle come together and care and work for a solution for the American people. Good things happen. And again, that's why I love the retirement system, uh, because you have bipartisanship. And it's clear why, because there's not a lot of things to pick at. It works, right? Whether you're in a blue state or red state, you want all your constituents to be able to save. The more money Americans have at retirement, the less of a burden Social Security will have on the system. And the more money we'll all have, not just for ourselves, but for our families and children. And it's overall an important um development for our, our country. So I applaud um, the Secure Act 2.0. I think it's a great uh, start. There could be some tweaks, um, but again, increasing the RMDH to 75 and the increase uh, catch-up contributions for over 60 are just wonderful ideas. And I'm, I'm super happy about this bill. So um, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, vote. Um, elections coming up. And uh, I hope you appreciate this uh, kind of special uh, emergency podcast. Be well and talk to everyone very soon. Thank you.